previously on the Fantastic Worlds podcast. It's not fear! You don't see me eating any of your fallen species. And you see something you never really fully understood until now. You see the magnificence of what is White Throne. Oh, it's so pretty. It's gonna be a hell though. Overwhelmed by what she can't do. And then she met you guys and like things kind of started to matter and she didn't really have to do the things that like nobody else wanted to do or nobody else had the stomach to do because most of you were willing to do those things. Odessa is Han Solo and it's amazing to me. I love... In a strange way, I feel like I've been preparing for this all my life. Pippa, you might actually know this term. Uh, We kind of turned it into what you might call... A uh, honeypot? Well, this is getting exciting. Uh, Braxis's armor's feeling a little tight, if you know what I mean. He's like, no more pickle. I'm all about the gill men. Hello, World Travelers. Dustin the Dungeon Master here, wishing you a wonderful day. I don't have much to talk about today, so I'm going to keep it short and sweet so we can get on to the show. Uh, first announcements I'd like to say is I will be playing Mass Effect 2 Wednesday, and Thursday and Friday, Jess will be playing Sekiro on Twitch. As always, our Twitch schedules are for 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I'd also like to give our weekly shout out this week to Pierced Pikachu, who says, I listen to the show while I'm at work and have flipped off Dustin a couple of times about how he ends the shows. But you have to admit, he does a great job at running the show. And the few times he rolls, you tend to side with the players and question his roles. Keep up the great job. And I can't wait to see the cookbook in PDF format. Well, thank you so much, Pierce Pikachu. I really appreciate the review, flipped off and all. Well, that's all I have. Um, so without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and introduce to you episode 43, Swarm of Anties. Yeah, you can't see it on my face right now, but we had like one sunny day out of like a week of clouds last week. And I spent two hours outside Uh-oh. and I forgot that I am very Scandinavian. and i you can't tell you can't tell because my camera's no good but my skin is literally peeling yikes (laughs) way to start your first week of work yep no i'm gonna show up as like harvey two-face to my first day of work tomorrow (laughs) like i could flip a coin on whether or not i'm nice to people or not (laughs) please I have not, when it comes to physical attributes, I have not won the genetic lottery on a lot of things, but the one thing I did apparently win in the genetic lottery was the ability to tan really well. Oh, man. There's no need to rub it in. Really, I would trade that genetic marker for, like, a higher metabolism any day. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, my God. I would love to have bigger boobs and a higher metabolism. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'd like to have smaller boobs Mm -hmm. because of a higher metabolism. (laughs) Preach. Preach, Dustin. (laughs) I'm like, listen, the way I gain weight is like Squidward in that episode where he loves Krabby Patties. Like, that's how I gain weight. It goes all straight to the (laughs) A's. Yep. Hard same. (laughs) 
<laughs> you like Krabby Patties, don't you? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> Can't you tell? Can't you tell? So we are now overlapping when we officially recorded. We started recording. What? Did we? Yeah. Yeah. Was it that we, early? We started in May. Wow. Yeah. Okay. By the time this episode comes out, yeah, because I actually got sick at the beginning of May, and so Angel had recorded the first B-Sides, and then I recorded the second B-Sides at the end of May. Man, we sound so much better. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. It's amazing how much better it sounds. I can't believe I never heard the echo. I had such a hard time going, I don't know if I echo or not. Now it's, holy (laughs) shit, turn that shit off, burn it, burn the recording. (laughs) Yeah, which actually I think all of us talking about how bad we were <laughs> a year ago is pretty funny. I forgot mm-hmm. that I was just open living room. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't even have a box because I, I went open living room first and then, then um, the little box. I got a little box to put the microphone <laughs> in and that I think helped 10%. Helped a little bit. <laughs> then I put a dish towel. No, then I stapled dish towels inside of the box and a dish towel on top of the box the pop filter. That that's nothing, Angel. You should go back and listen to our Crypt of the Everflame recordings. <gasps> no, I, have, I don't do want have to. Those? those were awful. Oh yeah, I've kept everything. Those we didn't even have our mics yet, so we were using like the mics off of our cameras <gasps> and stuff like that. Oh, no. I forgot. Oh, God, I totally forgot about that. Yikes! We sounded bad. <laughs> <laughs> Audio quality is so important. It is. Good thing you did all the research. Dustin was all, we need these nine items. This, 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 and this. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of homework. So that's Praise so important. Good job, buddy. <laughs> Blessed be. Blessed, Blessed be, Dustin. Be. And Jess just got to come in and take advantage of all that wisdom. Exactly. <laughs> I ain't got to do nothing. <laughs> Already had it dialed in. <laughs> okay. Where should we get started? Where we last left off, uh, the articles filled the overcast sky with their cries over this small shantytown. Ramshackle huts are erected on the cold ground, hard-packed and barren from generations of foot traffic. Dories and other small fishing boats are moored to dilapidated piers nearby or pulled ashore on the gray pebble beach of Glacier Lake. The pervasive smell of fish is everywhere, uh, sometimes fresh, but often it's the underlining stench from centuries of decay. With the exception of Abraxas, who we have established loves the smell, Yum. Uh, most of you don't care too much for it. When you arrive at the outskirts, most of the residents notice you and immediately scurry into their shanties and close the door. Uh, if you were closer, you'd probably hear little locking mechanisms if they were... If they even had locks, I imagine these are shanties that don't have locks. As you head a little farther in, people aren't as quick to notice you because they're busy doing what fishermen do. You know, hauling nets, repairing nets, shelling some kind of shellfish of some short. Of some short. Shekeling shellfish of some sort. Wow, that was a bad wow. selection. Shucking shellfish of Good some job. sort. Shucking, shucking, shucking shellfish. Shuck, shuck, shuck. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> she sells seashells by the seashore. 
As you head a little farther in, people are busy, uh, less fearful. You do see some of them eyeing each of you. You see them looking at your weapons and hunched down, intimidated by all of you. Um, You know, you see them like putting the cloak over their head. When somebody is around you that's intimidating or somebody that's kind of fearful, you know, they kind of just kind of move to the side. They might clutch onto their their purse a little harder or just generally trying to compact themselves so they don't get noticed. And that's the feeling that you get. Oh, sure, you see a heavily armored six-foot-two hulking paladin come into your town, and you're not welcoming with arms wide open. <laughs> God, must be evil. rude. Slate, smite them all. <laughs> yeah, time to smite. <laughs> Holding a giant pointy spear? Nah. Yeah. Everything's chill. <laughs> is this like a market area? Like, are people selling anything? Or is it pretty much just... It's just a shanty town. It's a bunch of ramshackle houses put together by miscellaneous... Like, you see, like, old boat parts making these houses. Okay. There's no tavern. There's no tavern. There's not... Is there any kind of gathering place of any sort? Or are we going to have to go, like, banging on people's doors? I guess is my is my real question. There's not, like, a center place. There's This is not a town. This is literally a ramshackle group of houses put together trying to fish. Manette? you probably feel, I mean, this is peasants being peasants. This is something you are probably very familiar with. It's kind of a version of Assyrian um, Mm -hmm. peasants. This reminds her of home big time. But so she probably is looking for people who are honestly like disabled and not able to work um, who might be around because that would be the easiest place to start asking because other people are going to immediately be like, I'm busy. I think your eye gets caught to maybe a circle of some elderly women who are sewing and fixing nets. Aunties. Those are like her aunts. (laughs) Exactly. It's kind of like an auntie thing. I think we should approach those ladies over there. They're our best bet, I think, for getting information. They seem like the only ones who weren't moving very quickly away from us. Let's do that. Only because they can't. (laughs) (laughs) No, they've lived too long. They're like, whatever, fuck it. We've seen everything. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) And whatever. It would be something new. (laughs) Something new to do. Saunter. Saunter over. Saunter. We saunter over to the circle of old ladies with their nets. Brax is going to stay in the back. He's not even going to attempt this. (laughs) (laughs) Probably, Probably pretty smart. As you walk up to the aunties, you hear them singing, And it's my jotty around the Cape Horn. Go down, you blood roses, go down. Oh, you pink and posies, go down. They're just kind of humming things. That's like folksy. That. I, you know, I, uh, I'm feeling really safe here, you guys. Definitely not creepy or weird at all. <laughs> nope. Minette shoots Odessa a look because she's like, like, we need to, uh, talk to these people and (laughs) these sorts of folks don't take kindly to any level of shade (laughs) (laughs) well I I would say when you say but that's even kind of offended because these are people she grew up with and she just kind of threw some no it's the creepy song (laughs) yeah I think she knows it's not like oh I'm poor people are freaky but (laughs) no it's the crazy ass red roses go down song it's like ring around the rosies which was about the bubonic plague I just like their nursery rhymes are scary and creepy and you can fight me about that (laughs) no they're specifically designed to be scary and creepy Yeah. yeah we had working songs of a similar sort it's nothing don't worry about it so I'm not gonna be like cursed or I don't know, man. There's <laughs> witches, like, freaking everywhere. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's... as we've seen so far, the witches in these parts tend to live in much nicer areas. Yeah. All right. I think we're probably fine. 
<laughs> All right, Pippa, do you uh, want to do some magic or who who's gonna? Oh, who's I'm, gonna just, I'm just gonna work the magic of my sweet little face. <laughs> <laughs> so Pippa kind of motions for for Nadia and Minette to kind of follow her, um, and uh, approach the approach the circle of ladies and just be like, "Excuse me, ladies, I'm I'm real sorry to interrupt your work, uh, but." Would it be all right if we asked you a few questions? We're a little lost. I want to say there's three aunties there, and one of them points it in your your hands. Show us your hands. My hands. Oh, okay. Manette shows her hands. Just Manette. out, palm, palms out. Like I'll show mine. Mine are her. all dirty. <laughs> but kind of side eyes. Manette and kind of does the same thing. She looks at each of your hands. She looks up at Manette. You know how to work. I will talk to you. Oh, excuse me? I'm wilderness what man. What the hell? Adessa's <laughs> hands are so freaking callous. Do you know how much work it takes to take care of a gun? So here's where it makes sense because Manette has been holding a hoe since she was like four years old. So her hands would literally be nothing but calluses. So like, yes, you would all have your adventuring calluses. You would all have your like blacksmithing calluses, things like that. But this is the, this is stuff from literally just toiling in the fields from like the youngest age possible um, and never doing anything else. And then even when she was on the caravan, she was doing work around the caravan, like fixing wheels, doing whatever shit she could. So her hands are disgusting. Um, (laughs) And I would say it's not even just battle calluses. It's like cuts in your hand that signify like from blisters and stuff like that. There's, there's, she's, you know, like I, I would say if you look down at your hands, you'd see slices from when like maybe a, like, you know, got sliced by a fish knife and stuff like that. Things that you would have probably never really necessarily experienced growing up. Uh, I think Abraxas would, but I think she feels more of a kinship because it's another female in this situation. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why she looked at Minette, for example. Uh, how I may cut I cut myself on kitchen knives <laughs> once. <laughs> once on my crossbow <laughs> that one time i got a paper cut turning this tome <laughs> it that- definitely has like burns all over her yeah. hands because learning the blacksmith, blacksmith is a nightmare <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> I was going. I was thinking when you were saying that Pippa's like I because my chef was gone for the day. <laughs> no, it's because she used to help her father with his inn. I know, I'm making a joke. <laughs> <laughs> and then she did blood sacrifices. She she cut hmm. herself with a knife once. <laughs> <laughs> when she was that going- was work. But uh, but anyway, so I imagine Pippa looks. Like, I'm not going to lie, a little affronted. She's doing her best to hide it. She's doing her level best to, like, keep a really pleasant expression on her face. And then then she's like, oh, of course. Just kind of, like, tries to fade into the background, which she hates. I think there's also, (laughs) maybe Manette realizes it because she's a follower of Capri. But Capri's, one of Capri's domain is um, toil, peasants, that kind of thing. And so I think there's just a natural, almost holy influence that's happening here uh that's the reason why you know oh no that it makes sense to me abby the player (laughs) to to pippa Pippa, the rich halfling that likes to talk to people and prides herself on being like a smooth talker she's a little annoyed (laughs) pippa is a literal smooth criminal yeah she's a literal smooth criminal and she's well it's funny because i almost said as we entered and like approached the aunties like maybe i should be the one <laughs> to go talk to them but Manette knows by now like that's not how you get Pippa you know 
into these situations, you gotta let her learn on her own or she'll be like, excuse you. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> That's so, legit. <laughs> yeah, but she was ready to talk. She, you know, she knows the working folk and uh, they don't always, don't always enjoy people who like to call themselves princesses. <laughs> So. This is this is actually this is actually good for me. I think I've got a new idea for a bond with the Minette. Oh, this is great. <laughs> nice. This is great. Okay, yeah, this is a good character moment. Anyways, yeah, this is great. So I think she uh, she looks down at the one who you know looked at her hands and it says, "We're looking for a man named Ringer." And uh, Nadia, how would you describe him? She looks taken aback. I only know what my husband told me. He's a a tall, mustached gentleman who. Who's probably been around these parts for most of his life. He is known to get goods in and out of White Throne. I imagine maybe he goes by a different name, or you may have many mustache gentlemen here, but if, if there's anything you could tell us. Ladies like Ringa, and the other ladies go, Ringa, Ringa, we know him. He is a kind and gentle soul. I have not seen him for a few days now. I'm not sure the guards may know. And then you hear the other aunties go, the guards will know. The guards may know. I believe there are some at the docks. They might be able to help. They will not be nice to you, though. Just keep that in mind. That makes some sense. Would they be nicer to my uh, small friend here? I I do not know. It depends on the day. (laughs) Who is it that they would be nice to? (laughs) They might not be nice to anyone. The guards are thugs. And the other aunties go, thugs, thugs. Like how they all talk in like in chorus. Like they're the seagulls from like Finding Nemo, except they say. <laughs> <laughs> the other aunties are much older. They don't have much of a mental capacity left. So they're just like parrots now. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Maybe they're a hive mind. <laughs> they only know brutality, and brutality is all that can be shown. So, Abraxas, I need you to learn. Five seconds how to be a bro. Do you know what a bro is? Um, no. <laughs> oh, I'll teach you. Don't worry. I've done this before. The, the auntie points over to where the, the dock is. It's time for the lowdown, bro down, how down, showdown. Yes. Hey, bro. Uh, <laughs> I need to find a ringer. <laughs> Sup, bro. Sup, bro. I'm looking for a stash. I, this is actually <laughs> happening. I'm imagining in game, and we're all like, "Yeah, that's good. That's good. Keep that up. That's good. That's <laughs> good. Keep, keep doing that. Keep keep doing that." I, you know, as long as you can do the bro thing, and I don't have to do the bro thing, I'm so so behind this plan. Well, if these uh these thugs re- respond better to violence, I suppose. If things go down south, uh, we could just overwhelm them with force. All right, Call then. me in. I'll battering ram all these mofos. <laughs> they can't be more challenging than those damn invisible fae. Nadia suggests, why don't we uh, go see what they are doing? Maybe we can get an idea of how best to respond. Oh, sure. Come in with a smart plan. <laughs> well thought, Nadia. I don't like your plan. It's boring. <laughs> We're doing crazy shit now. Remember last time when Pippa flew up in the air and then did fire? <laughs> That's crazy what we do shit now. Works. We do crazy shit. <laughs> We're extreme now. This is how extreme. you be a bro, Raxus. Fantastic Worlds podcast and underneath it now says extreme. Extreme. <laughs> we all have skateboards. <laughs> no, we're in, we're in Irisin. It's snowboards. Yeah, okay. no, oh, right. Right. Oh, yes. No, we're snowboarders. All right. like, that makes sense. 
Okay, so what do you guys want to do? Beat up guards? I guess do Nadia's plan because it actually was better. That's at least a start, yeah. We can always work in our plans if necessary. So like we'll, we'll, we'll go spy on the guards and adjust our plans as necessary. All right. Um, Pippa's actually going to go ahead and like tiptoe up there to kind of peep around the corner at them. Stealth, all stealthy like with her 13 on the die. It's a good thing she has such a good stealth check. That'd be a 13 plus 12, so I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're good. good. Yeah. I'm not even going to roll a, a perception of this. Pippa, you kind of sneak around one of the shanties and peer through like a little hole from like two ramshackle pieces of board that are like boarding up a little wall and you can see through. You quickly feel why the town might be so fearful of powerful looking people because you see these four guards and they don't even look like guards. They look more like bandits. They look more like thugs. Okay, so they're like the local toughs. They're like a local gang. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Dessa would come at this from a totally different angle. <laughs> yeah, and they've all encircled this uh, local fisherman and this dwarf fisherman. Oh, oh, no. And you see them take what seems to be a large fish hook and use it to grab his leg and trip him. Falls back on his back. He's like, I thought that was going to be something way worse. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> okay, go on, Dustin. Where is our money, Peck? Pay your tax. Oh, I hate these people. They're the worst, man. Yeah, they are the literal worst. At least guards are like in some kind of official capacity. The dwarf cries out in pain from falling down and hitting his head really hard. He's like, I'm sorry, I don't have it. I have not had much luck with the fish lately. Well, I guess we'll just have to take it out of your hide. And they just bat him over with one of the, the large fish. I think Pippa's going to come back after seeing this and basically tell you guys like, these guys suck and kind of relay the scene that she just saw in there. Nanette's expression is completely blank. She's just staring at you and nodding. We have a problem in the sense that we need these fellas to give us information and the information is more likely to be good if they give us the information willingly. On the other hand, I'm fine with beating the stuffing out of them if we'd prefer to do it that way, because these guys suck. Well, suppose we only need a question of one of them. There could be an entire group operating, stealing profits from this town. And if we're not careful, we could stir up something much bigger than just four guards. As you say that, you hear from the dwarf, Ah, help me, please! Prax is already, he bites the tip of his uh, finger and starts tracing runes into his arm. Oh, man. It looks like he's getting ready. Manette is kind of panicking. Like, she's looking at all of you. Please, I I see. We need to help him. Yes. We'll help him more in the long run if we can take down... If this is an entire group, we have to take all of them down. We can't be hasty now. I want to go as much as you do. And But, like, she has this look in her eyes like there's something much deeper in her brain going on. I say we go in and pretend to be the hardened mercenary criminals we know we're not. All right, so Odessa's going to throw her hood up over her head because that gives her a bonus to her intimidate check. And just walk up and be like, hey, boys, what you doing? I would say they're not even necessarily paying. They are so focused on just beating the crap out of this dwarf that they're not even really, like, paying attention. Like, you guys are going to have to almost shake him out of it kind of thing. Oh, Pippa wow. casts prestigitation to make a loud, thunderous clapping noise just as Odessa enters. Then I'm going to go ahead and roll that intimidate check. Oh, and I'm going to cast a heal from afar on the guy on the ground. Noise. <laughs> oh, nice. All right, that's a 25. Does that thunder aid at all? Yeah, I'm going to say it gives it a plus two. Okay, she's going to get the attention of, uh, yeah, let's do, let's do this guy in the front. The one that's closest to her. 
Okay, so kind of a weird thing happens is basically this guy, you, they all drop to attention um, as, as the thunder strikes the side and you, you know, do your intimidate. And what do you say to intimidate them? Did you say something, Odessa? What, what are you boys doing? I think was what she said. I don't quite remember. It's been a minute. I don't think you yourself is coming off like saying that is intimidating, but they see you holding this big weapon. They don't know what it is, uh, but it is different. They see the crack of thunder beneath and they see you with your posse, essentially. <laughs> the, the one that's closest to you guys, he just all of a sudden realized that a, a new power dynamic has just come into the shanty town into fish camp and he immediately steps to the side i recognize power when i see it what can i do the other two and they're like oi why are you messing with our beatdown? that creature's paid protection to us little one come over here i think what happens is uh the one guard will call him mark mark picks up the dwarf and drags him and he's like hey mark what are you doing they notice that he kind of just betrayed them. They are not as wise as Mark. So roll for initiative. I'm glad we're killing these guys because apparently it seems like there's only the four of them and maybe maybe we'll take care of this problem in one fell swoop. Abraxas, what'd you get? Uh, 17. Uh, Pepe, what'd you get? I rolled a big fat one, so I got four. Wow. <gasps> wow. Yikes. Bad rolling Pepe. Yeah. You know what? Yikes. I'm gonna dice shame. I'm gonna dice shame this dice. <laughs> Shame. Uh, Manette, what you get? 17 on the die, so that's a 19 total. I'm missing the snow. I get a plus two bonus when I'm in the snow. Oh, yeah. Uh, Odessa, what you get? Uh, That was, oh my gosh, I did it. And then we were talking. I forgot what it was. Uh, Okay, that's a 21. Exceedingly high as always. (laughs) Abraxas is proud that he came up with that one on the fly. He was trying to channel Pippa. Yeah, that was fucking good, dude. Oh my God. Uh, so what happens is Mark moves out of the way, moves past you guys. He is not going to participate in the battle, uh, mainly because he wants to kind of see how this fares out to see if his theory is right. If not, he's going to take off because he doesn't want his ex-bros to come after him. Uh, but Odessa, you are... <laughs> Smart, Mark. <laughs> you are up first. Uh, so what do you what do? You do? Um... All right, Odessa has no patience for this. She's already, like, I think she's already tired with the bros and the fact that they're beating up this little helpless dude. And Mark, we are, they already have Mark, so who wised up pretty freaking fast. Um, so she's going to take a shot at the guy that's in kind of the far back middle that's the furthest from her. That's a 26 against touch. That is definitely a hit. Roll for damage. Since she's already had her gun in her hand this whole time and Mark ran by, I think she kind of gives like an exasperated sigh. Just, (sighs) you guys could have been smart like Mark and just pulls her gun up and just aims it at like really smooth action of just like hoist the gun up to her shoulder and just takes a shot at that guy uh, for 11 points of damage. He goes ow as the what does the where do you where do you aim for with that? You know, obviously it doesn't do enough to kill him. So what do you think you hit? I think she winged him really good. <laughs> Manette, it is your turn. Manette is gonna swing around Abraxas, almost half running strides, and with her spear way up over her head, and then she's gonna try and like 
do almost a leaping strike down at this guy. <laughs> almost. It, not nearly as large, because it's not like she's doing acrobatics here. She's just sort of mm -hmm. doing a little run jump, but <laughs> it adds to the momentum. A more a look than an actual uh, mathematical increase. <laughs> exactly. It adds some to the momentum of the hit, but probably not much. <laughs> it's a 23. 23 does hit for sure. Roll Yay. your damage. I got a 10 damage. So you take the spear and I think maybe you're adding for like the chest, but you just aim down and just spear it right into his thigh really bad. And he screams out in pain, but uh, he is still doing good. And it is Nadia's turn. So Nadia gets out her lovely composite longbow, takes aim, the one that's farthest away from her and shoots. She does not hit because she takes a negative four shooting through you guys. Aww. Sorry, Nadia. I'd move if I could, but I'm going last. <laughs> I think I think what happens is she goes to aim and fire, and just as she's about to let off the off the arrow, Manette, you step up to do your attack, and she quickly aims it up in the air so she doesn't shoot you and misses. God, that would look really cool. Abraxas, you're up. Alright. Abraxas is going to look back at Pippa. Alright, Pippa, sometimes the power flows through your hands, but Sometimes the power can flow through your feet. And he lifts his leg up and he um, stomps really hard. And the pier does that superhero thing where like the planks move in a cascade ripple and Woo! make its way to the guy Manette is attacking. Fuck yeah. And that is a CMB 24 against their CMD. Abraxas oh my is god! The character, I think that's what we're Abraxas, finding out. you're amazing. Because <laughs> he's noticed that you know, um, Pippa uses her hands kind of has been her main focus to do uh, oh, yeah. her spells, but he kind of wants to ingrain that her whole body, you know, yes. is her tool. She can channel it anywhere. She's got the magic just in case in you her. you know in the future you have other spells that are full body. He has. A 21 CMD. So what happens to him? He falls as this thunder stomp ripples through the pier and knocks him on his ass. So he is knocked prone. It's basically a range trip. He's going to eat the spear if he gets up. That is super awesome. That's actually a really cool one. He's going to eat that spear for dinner. That's what he's having. Yum. Yeah. You see as the guard that was just knocked down by Abraxas and speared by Manette. He's just going to stand up. So go ahead and take your attack there, Manette. Alright, that's a 26 to hit. Okay, roll damage. Mess him up! You should have stayed down, you silly thing. Uh, that's 12 damage. Noise. Okay, he is looking very hurt, but he is still uh as he gets up, you go to the you just take advantage of it and spear him and it just hits him in the shoulder. It hurts, but he's and he's looking crappy, but he's still alive. He is going to attack you, Manette, with his ogre hook. Yucky. Ogre hook. I want that. That is thing. a that, what is an ogre? That is a natural 20. All right. <laughs> Let's see if we confirm. I never confirm these, though. That is not a confirm. So he just is, does an attack. So basically, he takes you and he attacks and he goes around underneath your leg and pulls back, which slices the back of your calf. Um, at the same time, I need you to... Is it just a roll against my CMD, right? Is he tripping me? Yeah, and he has a, and you need to be a 25 CMD. No, my CMD is 20. Okay, so almost in revenge for Abraxas's trip, he goes, <laughs> he slices the back of your calf, and you fall on the ground as he does. Wow, those do a lot of damage. That's not good. 
I don't like it when you say wow. Hey, hey, it's okay. It's, at least it's me, guys. Come on. And Manette, you take 15 points of damage. Oh, that's not all right. Bad. That's nothing, son. It's not shit. I'm still good. I feel like for Manette and I, we're tanky enough, which is weird for Odessa, that 15 isn't terrible. It's not great, but it's not bad. Oh, no, I still got that juice. So uh, the other guard that was in the farthest back moves forward and attacks Manette as well, taking advantage of her... Uh, being down on the ground, and... I'm gonna eat them. <laughs> eat them alive. <laughs> Does a 19 hit? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you take 11 more points of damage, Manette. Okay. And so basically, he's kind of taking advantage. He he grabs, he uses the hook to grab onto your arm and does the same thing and slices into your arm a bit. Uh, so you now you're bleeding around your calf and your arm. This guy's dead. <laughs> so it is the last guard's turn and he moves forward towards Odessa and takes a five foot step forward. A 22 hit. Mm-hmm. All right. So kind of the same thing happens. First off, you take 11 points of damage. Okay. And then you need to beat a, does a, ooh, wow. Does a 24 CMD. Yep, I am tripped, but joke's on you because I can fucking still do shit while prone. It does not affect me at all. Oh, you still took 11 points of damage. So, <laughs> And that ends their turn. Pippa, you are up. So I think she's just going to say, I'm just doing one thing at a time, Abraxas. Referencing his hand and foot comment from earlier. And she's going to magic missile the shit out of... The guy that put a dust on the ground for five points of damage. Hey, that's not bad for you. That's a nice little chunk. Thank you. Yeah, he actually, he's starting to look kind of like the other guy um, that Manette's been attacking. In fact, it kind of looks like, I think you see this basically, because it's three magic missiles, right? Two. So basically you see this hard slap at his face shoots over to the left, and then you see this other chef and his face shoots over to the right. Yes. (laughs) And he's a little, kind of a little discombobulated because of that, uh, because he doesn't even know where the hell it came from. He has tweeting birds around his head. As that's happening, Odessa, you look up and you just see this guard get the hell slapped out of him. I think she feels some sort of validation about that. Like... (laughs) Yeah, get yours. Fucking get it. Um, okay, so she is actually going to shoot the jerk McJerk face that's in front of Manette because the guy that's directly in front of her is too close. And her getting up and doing all the things would just be annoying. And she doesn't take any any sort of penalties for being on the ground and shooting. So she's going to shoot this guy. And uh, from the ground, just like, whatever. That is a 19 against touch. That is a hit. Cool. Okay. And that, you don't even have to roll. He he falls to the ground and okay. just. I think I think the bullet just goes straight into like the spot between his eyes, and he just falls to the ground and dies. And number. <laughs> Odessa <and>, cackles. <laughs> and that guard is now dead. It is now speaking of Manette. It is Manette's turn. What would you like to do, Manette? I'm deciding, I've been deciding this whole time if I want to take the penalty to hit from the ground. And uh, I do. I'm going to take that penalty. So now that the mofo straight in front of me is gone, Manette is going to make a sweeping, like she's going to roll onto her back basically and hold out her spear in front of her and sort of crunch up to like sweep at the guard's legs in front of her. Okay. (laughs) I got a natural 20. I don't know if I can (gasps) crit from the ground. Oh, that'd be awesome. (laughs) You can crit from the ground as long as you confirm. Okay, let's... Oh, please. I rolled a seven, so that's going to be 16 to hit. 
save. That is a miss. That does oh. not confirm. Man, it would have been so cool. I just cut his legs you off. You can never confirm, Jess. It's the worst. So my hit, my confirmed hit, does 10 points of damage. Okay. Oh, and I slap on hands. Slap on hands. Slappity slap. Okay. You stab at his legs, and I'm going to say you go into his shin and pull out, and there's puncture hall, and, and he screams Whoa. out in pain, but he is still up, and he is still alive. A little nauseous. Oh boy. <laughs> Nadia tries again. She moves back 15 feet so she can get a direct shot at the guard that's in the kind of next to Manette that she just punctured with a spear and attack. <laughs> Natural 20. Ooh, Nadia I, oh, is a cool. I hope it's a crate. It is not a crit. Man, I cannot oh, confirm crits. No confirmed dusted, apparently, now. Uh, <laughs> Good old no confirm. Good old no confirm. No see, y'all. Uh, and she does eight points. Of, no, she does more than eight points. She does 13 points of damage. Go, Nadia, go. As that guard just completely dies. Yos. Abraxas, you are up. There is one guard left attacking you, and... He's looking pretty haggard. Oh, gosh. We should just push him in the water. Can we just push him in the water? Oh, that's <laughs> a horrible way to die. Is it? Yeah. These guys are just beating the crap out of, like, a poor defenseless little guy. Like, yeah, hypothermia doesn't seem that bad. It's, like, cruel and unusual. Someone's, you know, drowning in freezing water. <laughs> You're right. I should just go in for the throat rip. Not that, I mean, that's me saying that. You don't, I Although, have to well, worry about it. Here's the thing, if Braxis <laughs> goes in for a bite, he has to make sure he takes them out. He can't let them survive if he's going to use a bite attack. You haven't switched into wolf form yet. No, but that's what I was going to do next. Uh, Abraxas, you look around and you notice that kind of a crowd has formed around the dock. The peasants oh, are like watching this. Should not spook them. Oh, crap. Just put him on the, push him in the water, man. Uh, just push problem solved (laughs) abraxas's hair is gonna go pure white same thing with his eyes go white and he's gonna just reach out and grab the guy's throat well let me see if i can grab his throat oh yeah that's not a problem i don't know what this is but i'm excited for it Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's a 19 touch yeah that's definitely a hit (laughs) all right that is gonna be so uh his hair goes all white his eyes, you know, go milky. His breath, I mean, it's already cold, but you could see the con- uh, the condensation of his breath. Reaches out, grabs his throat, and ice starts spreading from Abraxas's hands, spreading all over the guy's throat what? and face. Uh, t- so the guy takes... You don't even have to roll a, a, a Braxis. You damage him. In fact, what I'm going to say is, as your hand grabs around his neck and it freezes over, you just twist slightly and it breaks off a piece like ice. Okay. Uh, great. Oh, oh. And he falls back into the water. That's what I wanted. That's all that I wanted. That is gnarly. <laughs> just wanted a body in the water. Speaking of 80s, if this was an 80s movie, a Braxis would go, time to chill out. Oh, Oh, so bad. Manette has gotten up and she stomps over to Mark and she's like, are there any more of you? He's just kind of shocked how like easily you just wipe those guys out. He's like, there's just, there's just our leader. His name is Marcian Inarzion. He's just a local bandit. He, you know, we come in as guards because White Throne doesn't really watch this area and we shake down the locals for protection money. You know the racket. How? No. No. No, we don't. So he's set up here of his own will. He's not here on behalf of anyone. 
Well, I think the White Throne permits it to happen because that keeps the peasants in line. Sure, but no one ordered him to come take over this village, correct? No, no, but if we didn't do it, someone else would. Damn it. A fine reason for doing anything. (laughs) Truly. (laughs) A portly dwarven woman runs out. Oh, brother, what have they done to you? And starts to check him over. Oh, yeah. How are his injuries after I healed him? Is he okay? He's bruised and battered, but he's going to be doing okay. Manette just sighs. That's good to know. Where is Marcion? He's in the guardhouse. And he points over into the center of town. You will find him there. Manette whips around and starts walking. (laughs) Odessa follows. (laughs) Pippa uses mage hand to punch this dude in the stomach. (laughs) I think, Manette, you turn around and you see, I think maybe in the back of your mind, you kind of knew this would happen. The peasants realize you guys are this new powerful force in the town. And I think they realize you're not necessarily bad, or at least you're better than what's been there. And they all start ganging up on Mark as as you guys are walking away. Oh, boy. (laughs) I wish I had said a line as I was leaving. Justice! You're going to want to be gone when this goes down, but they're already ganging up on it. Remember that that scene in, uh, all you guys have seen Iron Man, right? Yeah. Yeah. Remember that scene where he goes for the first time to the battlefield and he like basically blows everything up, but he throws the one bad guy. He's all yours now and he flies away. That's kind of what's happening. So I think you guys venture into the city and I think the peasants are much more willing to help you. You all of a sudden see that timidness. Um, I think there's still a little fear because they don't know what you want. For all they know, you might just be coming to take them out to take over. You know, Mm -hmm. I think we would say something like one of us at least would be like, listen, we're just here to take care of these bandits and find our man. Any child Odessa sees, she's like pulling stuff out of her bag to give them shit. Like <laughs> she's got, she's got candy. She always has candy. Candy and rags tooth, for like, everyone. Candy and rags. I know. <laughs> the candy are all wrapped in rags. <laughs> That's the wrappers. But like really nice ones since it was all of Radisex sheets. Yeah, Radisex sheets. <laughs> Gift bags of Radisex sheets and candy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I think any child she sees she especially like when they're sad and like you know clearly in poverty she's just like stopping hey like here you go small like <laughs> like has Jim say hi to them because he's a freaking magical teddy bear like every child she sees uh, magical dolls are actually fearful for them so even oh, Jim oh, I guess that's true yeah, he's a teddy bear in a land where people take children and put them into toys. Oh, God, yeah. that's messed up. This uh, country's okay. messed up. Fine. It's a child's that's, soul that's in that toy. I'm just saying how it is in this in this land. You can hold him and make him wave and pretend he's not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> uh, using my hand to move Jim's hand, and Jim's just like, stop it. <laughs> so you guys walk towards the middle of town, and you walk upon this large, ugly, unpainted building and the windows are boarded shut. The construction's rough. It's a little better than the shanties around town, but it is it is still pretty rough and haphazard. Like I said, you see you see like oars blocking off a small hole and stuff like stuff like that. And then you you look at the front door with the word guardhouse along with a crude <laughs> symbol of a shield by, crossed by a hook uh, is painted on the builder, building's door. Odessa's just squinting at it with that look of like, oh my god. I, I want to kick the door in so bad. I was going <laughs> to say, I'll, sh- I'll it. shoot the lock off if you want to friggin' yeah. Hulk kick it open. 
Well, why don't you why don't you roll me a perception check? That's a twenty-three. Twenty-three. You try to shake the door a little bit. You notice that it's barred from the inside. You realize that shooting the lock's not going to do anything because there's giant metal bars on the other side that's keeping uh. it from being open. So Odessa is not willing to play this game, so she's going to put the scatter condition on her gun, and she's going to attack the door. <laughs> okay, so that is twenty-seven against touch. Twenty-seven against touch. Yeah, that's hit. Roll damage. 16. Okay, so basically you take it and you just fire this gun and the door kind of splinters apart. It opens up a big enough hole that you can see the bar and you can pull it open. As you're yeah. as you're reaching into it, you go, yeah, this like, oh, what be waking me from my sleep? And you hear this boom, boom, boom walking towards the door. Oh boy. Is it like an ogre pirate bandit? Because... I'm into that. Uh, That's my new boyfriend. That'd be fun. (laughs) I do declare. It's a big enough hole in the door to see that it is in fact an ogre. Oh, yes. Odessa's going to throw her hand in real quick and just shove the bar up and then kick the door open in like a really solid like three movements. Odessa's just being a bamf this episode. (laughs) It's awesome. (laughs) You look in and roll for initiative. Abraxas, what you get? 13. Okay. Odessa? 12. Wow. Manette? 20. Pippa, what'd you roll? I also rolled a 13. I think you have the higher decks, right? Mm-hmm. I definitely do, okay. yeah. Well, luckily, Wonk is waking up from a nap, and he is lumbering towards you. His name is Wonk? His name is Wonk. That just reminds me of, like, the rock trolls from uh, Witcher 3. <laughs> yeah, Whamma Wham. Like, like, legitimately Whamma Wham, I think, is my favorite NPC character. I ever. love Whamma Wham. Is that a table? That's all I care about. <laughs> there there oh, are God. multiple tables here. Yay. Hooray. Manette, you are up. You see this giant ochre moving towards Odessa. What do you do? Okay, Manette is going to move through Odessa Square. How do I want to stab, y'all? No. <laughs> I have so many stabbing options. I think what she's going to do is she slides into the room and then angles her spear straight down at his foot and slams it through trying to hit the ground. Not that this is going to practically do anything, but uh, 25. A 25 is a hit. Okay. Yeah, 13 damage. 13 damage. Uh, okay. You take it and you stab it and he screams out in pain because nothing's worse than... It's kind of like the equivalent of when you step on Legos. It's just not a good oh. feeling. <laughs> it is Nadia's turn. She cannot get a good sight. And so she's just going to hold her action that if Wonk appears or something opens up that she can see Wonk, she will fire. Uh, and it is now Pippa's turn. Hooray! This is so exciting. Um, Pippa's going to kind of like duck around Odessa's legs. Uh, maybe Odessa's still busy dealing with the door or something. <laughs> Getting and, debris out of the way. And uh, she's going to put her put her teeny tiny little dukes way, way up and burning hands. Okay. Uh, teeny tiny dukes. The ogre. Roll me damage. It's reflex, right? Yes, it's reflex. Oh yeah, he passes. What happens is Manette had stabbed him in the foot and he does that thing where you rock onto the other foot and so basically you come up from underneath and sear the bottom part of his foot and it carterizes his foot at the same time as it hurts him. Uh, and then he screams even more in pain 
and uh, he actually yells out, Borger, brother, I need you. Oh, damn. Get out here, Borger. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, Another ew. ogre, my favorite. Another one. That's great. And you don't see him yet, but you do hear him. Borger. That's a good name. That's what I call burgers. Did you guys know that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't know those did you call them. You call them burgers? Yeah. I kind of love that. Not going to lie. Abraxas, it is your turn. Oh, these guys look beefy. Abraxas <laughs> is going to bring out his cauldron from his pack and start chanting over it. Yes. Thank you. I wish this room was bigger. We can't fit in there. It's kind of a nightmare. Yep. Those ogres are going to make some fine, fine lunch well, for Well, to him. be fair, his brother <laughs> can't fit in there at all, so... Oh, he can, but it'd be very tight. That's all I'm going to do. He's just going to be staring intently into the cauldron, chanting. I'm picturing wind circling around him, his hair all over the place, bringing in the forces of nature and channeling them into the cauldron. Druids are cool. Edessa, you're up. Freaking ogres, man. Okay, so Pippa's right in front of her, but she's really small. Edessa's going to take a five-foot step back, though, just so she's not quite in the door so much and uh, take a shot at that ogre. 21 against touch. Yeah, you hit with no problem. 12 points of damage. Okay. She just like lifts her gun up and is just like, oh my God, it's freaking ogre. Are you serious? And just like shoots him. I think she's trying to get him on the ground. So she shoots him in the kneecap. Okay. And I think what he is going to do is, you know what? He is just going to do a full retreat into the other room. And that ends Wonk's turn. Manette, you're up. Manette's going to follow. Yeah, she's following straight after this guy and is going to try and hit him in the foot again. The house. <laughs> well, yes. no, Wonk, Wonk actually moved behind. He's, he's behind his brother. So oh, you're, okay. So that, I think what happens is Manette goes charging into the other room and then skids to a stop when she's immediately... <laughs> Uh, immediately faced with the sight of Borger in front of her, but then she shrugs and uh, goes to stab his foot too. <laughs> <laughs> it's a foot stabbing kind of day. It's a foot's a foot, man. <laughs> 26. 26. Just poke him. Just that is a hit. 13 again. <laughs> okay. Oh, nice. <laughs> I'm rolling rocks today, man. Holy shit. Stippity stab. This is my new favorite die. Rolled nothing but eight. Okay. <laughs> As a swift action, I'm slapping on hands and I get 10 hit points. Okay. So Naughty does not have the nifty teamwork you all have, so she's kind of just going to hold her turn until she can get in. And that ends her turn. And now it is Borger goes, Borger, smash! And he takes the ogre hook and attacks. He misses you. Borger, miss. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, at the same time, Pippa, you feel this sharp pain come into your side and you turn around to look what happened as you take this epic amount of pain and you see this, this character come out of invisibility and smile and say, I got you now. 
The Fantastic Worlds podcast is a Fantastic Pods production. Oh, I couldn't see that coming. You definitely wasn't going to end it right there. Writing our wonderful theme song. These people love stabbing the fucking halfling. Wonderful Reign of Winter Adventure Path, and all you listeners. Until next week, I'm Dustin Alexander. You can reach any of us on Instagram at. Fantastic Worlds Pod or Fantastic Pods on Twitter. You can follow any of us on Instagram or Twitter. I am at Dustin Alexander. You can find me on both those platforms at Bonanza Famine for now. Uh, <laughs> you also can find me on those platforms. Feel free to send me a message on uh, Twitter or Instagram at Espinosa916. Maybe some alternatives of switching up my scent feature for something else because <laughs> Since obviously so i'm not getting any mileage out of it i have i have brought in your scent feature several times that's like three minimum mm-hmm. count it on one hand yep absolutely uh this is Kay, and you can also reach me on both those platforms at she's lady macbeth this is jess i'm in a room with two ogres you can catch me on twitter and instagram <laughs> At Hank the Clank. I might change my username to In a Room with Two Ogres. <laughs> that would be such a good handle. Because <laughs> I kind of like it now that I said it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, please remember to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. Follow us and share so on social media. Right if you do share, use the hashtag World Traveler so we can thank you for spreading the word. Your support makes a huge difference. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, I hope you have many fantastic adventures. Shellfish of some short sort. Wow, that's hard. Oh, yeah. That is hard. I'm writing that down. <laughs> Shellfish of Shucking some sort. Seashells of some sort. Shucking seashells of some short. Sucking. Nope. Sucking. Sucking. What? Sucking. Sucking. Shucking seashells of some, of some sort. sort. Shucking seashells of some sort. Shucking seashells of some sort. <laughs> Did I make a mistake and this is like the warm-up <laughs> section of our podcast? Or it I, be I, I, not me, for me because I didn't I th- do mine. <laughs> I think we should write that down, though, and that should be one of our practice things when we're starting to talk. I think that would help. Ooh, seconded. <laughs> yes. Shucking uh, seashells of some sort. <laughs> the go. rain in Spain stays mainly on the plane. No. Uh, this is way better. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. They're a swarm of anties. They're a swarm, swarm of anties. <laughs> I need that spell at higher levels. Oh my god, that's the episode. Someone swarm of aunties. Swarm of aunties. Like they'll just swarm our enemies and like pinch their (laughs) cheeks and try to feed them cake. (laughs) Try to feed them cake. Or if we ever need to catch a dragon, they swarm it. They can uh, create a big net. Just the auntie. Auntie crafting swarm. 
Like okay. here, 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 here. I, here, here, here. I like, slap Manette's <laughs> ass as she goes by and it's distracting him. <laughs> He's like, there huh? you go. <laughs> nice. Okay. He's like, nice, yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> the ogre says, nice. 